2: of Like It Matters Radio heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio,
3: KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. President Trump about to address the nation in a few minutes regarding the weekend shootings in El Paso and Dayton. In a tweet this morning, Mr. Trump writes, Republicans and Democrats must come together and get strong background checks for gun buyers... And the president suggests that such legislation might be combined with desperately needed immigration reform. Twenty people died in the attack at an El Paso Walmart, and nine people were killed when a gunman opened fire in Dayton over the weekend. On Wall Street this morning, we are seeing a major stock sell-off. The key average is sharply lower as China devalues its currency amid a trade and what now appears to be a currency war between uh, Beijing and Washington Right now, the Dow is down just over 500 points. The S&P is off 58. The Nasdaq down 204 points. This is SRN News.
4: Through August, Wellness Radio 1570 is smiling wide for National Happiness Happens Month. A reminder to take pride in progress. To look back at goals you've flown past. A time to focus on happiness as a journey rather than a destination. Enjoy the small victories. Take a moment today to share a smile with someone around you or a story about what makes you happy. This wellness spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio
5: 1570.
6: We're the Twin Cities Wellness Station, Wellness 1570. How would you like to win $2,000 in a back-to-school shopping spree? (laughs) You can do so if you are a uh, wellness fan club member just go to twin cities become a member of the fan club sign up for your chance to win a two thousand dollar back to school shopping spree
0: the world of business and investing is constantly changing how are you keeping up with all the info most likely you're not Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now
3: at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man-hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing. But Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Join
6: us at Calvary Lutheran Church in Golden Valley, September 27th and 28th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
4: Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches, And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes. It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America.
1: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are
6: you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
2: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. Today, we're going to talk about purposive striving. Isn't that a great word? It's actually hard to say. Purposive striving. We're going to talk about volitional acts. You know, we were we were created to do things. You know, uh, as a Christian, I know that uh, I'm not saved by my works, but we were saved for works. You know, love is a verb for God so loved the world that he did something about it. And so we all have acts, actions. Our life uh, is technically mortgaged. We mortgage our lives. It's called a job. It's called a job. Now, if you don't get a paycheck and you don't go to a structure where you spend a, so many allotted hours of day, so many days a week, you don't have a J-O-B and you don't get a P-A-Y-C-H-E-C-K, then you still have a job. Think about this. If you have a job, you spend a majority of your waking hours at that J-O-B. And so in my leadership training, when we uh, ask questions and we examine our lives, uh we ask a lot about a business environment, the business culture. What do you do in your business? What are the outcomes you want in your business? And yet we have housewives, we have retired people, we have uh uh house husbands. And so they don't get a paycheck. They're, they they don't punch a clock, their their shift is always on, it's twenty four seven. So I tell them that is where do you spend the majority of your waking hours? So if you're a house person and you stay home and take care of the family, your business, your job is your family. If you're a college student, your job, your business is your education. You see what I'm saying? It's where you spend a majority of your waking hours. And so today we're going to talk about purposive striving, about volitional acts, about how we exchange our life with a mortgage. And that mortgage is what we do with a majority of her time. And so let me start off with a little bit of levity. So on the first day, God created the dog. God said, sit all day by the door of your house and bark at anyone who comes in or walks past. I will give you a lifespan of 20 years. The dog said, oh, God, that's too long to be barking. Give me 10 years and I'll give you back the other 10. So God agreed. On the second day, God created the monkey. God said, entertain people, do monkey tricks, and make them laugh. I'll give you a 20 year lifespan. The monkey said, monkey tricks for 20 years? I don't think so. Dog gave you back 10, so that's what I'll do too, okay? And God agreed. On the third day, God created the cow. You must go to the field with the farmer all day long and suffer under the sun. Have calves and give milk to support the farmer. I will give you a lifespan of 60 years. The cow said, wow, that's that's kind of a tough life, rough life. Uh, you want me to live that rough life for 60 years? Let me have 20 and I'll give back the other 40. And God again agreed. On the fourth day, God created man. God said, eat, sleep, play, marry, and enjoy your life. I'll give you 20 years. But man said, what? Only 20 years? Tell you what? I'll take my 20, and the 40 the cow gave back, and the 10 the monkey gave back, and the 10 the dog gave back. That makes 80, okay? Okay, said God. You got a deal. So that is why the first 20 years we eat, sleep, play, and enjoy ourselves The next 40 years, we slave in the sun to support our family. The next 10 years, we do monkey tricks to entertain the grandchildren and others. And then the last 10 years, we sit on the front porch and bark at everyone. (laughs) I love that. You got to do something with your time, right? So how about this one? Uh, Father Murphy walks into a pub in Donegal, and he asks the first man he meets, do you want to go to heaven? The man said, I do, Father. The priest said, then stand over there against that wall. Then the priest asked the second man, do you want to go to heaven? Certainly, father, the man replied. Then stand over there against that wall, said the priest. Then father Murphy walked up to O'Toole and asked, do you want to go to heaven? O'Toole said, no, I don't father. The priest said, I don't believe this. You mean to tell me that when you die, you don't want to go to heaven? O'Toole said, Oh, when I die, yes. I thought you were getting a group together to go right now. <laughs> Love it, right? So you got to understand what we do matters. Matter of fact, I'm going to suggest we mortgage our lives. We mortgage our lives, it's a job. So, what is a mortgage? Think about this. This is from the legal definition a mortgage is a debt instrument. It's secured by the collateral of specified real estate property that the borrower is obliged to pay back with a predetermined set of payments. Mortgages are used by individuals and businesses to make large purchases without paying the entire purchase price up front. Over many years, the borrower repays the loan plus interest until they are free and clear. Isn't that interesting? And I got this article from Charles Duhigg. It was... uh, I think it was the New Yorker magazine, uh, New York Times uh, magazine, uh, and it's Charles Duhigg wrote the book, uh, "The um, uh, Power of Habit," one of my favorite books, and it's called "The Future of Work: America's Professional Elite, Wealthy, Successful, and Miserable." So here's how the article goes: it says my first charmed week as a Harvard as a student at Harvard Business School, late in summer of two thousand one, felt like a hal- halcyon time for capitalism. AOL, Time Warner, Yahoo, and Napster were benevolently connecting the world. Enron and WorldCom were bringing innovation to uh, hidebound industries. President George W. Bush, an HBS graduate himself, had promised to deliver progress and prosperity with business-like efficacy. efficiency. sorry. <laughs> the next few years would prove how little we in Washington and much of corporate America really understood about the economy and the world. But at the time, for the 895 first years preparing ourselves for business moguldom, what really excited us was our good luck. A Harvard MBA seemed like a winning lottery ticket, a gilded highway to a world-changing influence, fantastic wealth, and if those satisfied portraits that line the hallways were any indication, a lifetime of deeply meaningful work. So it came as a bit of a shock when I attended my 15th reunion last summer to learn how many of my former classmates weren't overjoyed overjoyed by their professional lives. In fact, they were miserable. I heard about one fellow alum who had run a large hedge fund until being sued by investors. Another person had risen to the senior role inside of one of the nation's most prestigious companies before being savagely pushed out by corporate politics. Another had learned in the maternity ward that her firm was being stolen by a conniving partner. And so I cut to this one segment here. Another uh, paragraph, a couple paragraphs up, it says, quote, When I die... Is anyone going to care that I earned an extra percentage point of return? My work feels totally meaningless. Quote, I feel like I'm wasting my life, he told me. When I die, is anyone going to care that I earned one extra percentage point of return? My work feels totally meaningless. He recognized the incredible privilege of his pay and his status, but his anguish seemed genuine. Quote, if you spend 12 hours a day doing work you hate, At some point, it doesn't matter what your paycheck is, he told me. There's no magic salary at which a bad job becomes good. He had received an offer at a startup, and he would have loved to take it, but it paid half as much, and he felt locked into a lifestyle that made this pay cut impossible. My wife laughed when I told her about it, he said. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about purposive striving. We all mortgage our lives. It's called a job. And what we do with our time, what we do with our actions, the what we fill that space called time with really dictates our peace, our joy, our eulogy, the way we're remembered, the joy that we live with life with, our relationships, all that is dictated by that. So it's very important that we cover this. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, like always, we're getting real. Time to get real and dig down deep. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
4: Like It Matters Leadership Awakening changes lives. Listen to this fireman's comments as he compares other training to Leadership Awakening.
0: It's like no other. You know, people say that you're crazy for running into a burning building, but. You know, the one thing they have in common is adrenaline, you know, from from go when Mr. V opened those doors and said, you may enter. it It was nonstop adrenaline, but it's unlike anything I've ever done. It's pushed me in ways that I never thought I could be pushed.
4: Like it matters. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
7: Hey, your home has some real nice gutters, said no one ever. It's Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. No one notices gutters until there's a problem. Whether you've had damage from an ice dam from the long, hard winter, water in your basement, or you've just been thinking about the health of your gutters for a while, call the Kingdom Builders. We fabricate 5- and 6-inch seamless gutters right on site, and they're specifically designed and color matched to your home. We also mount stainless steel micro-mesh gutter covers to keep your system clean. No getting up on a ladder and wondering what you'll find. A budding tree, an irritated robin, or the neighbor kid's lacrosse ball. We're talking minimum maintenance for years to come. Plus, they look great. So let us take care of the most underappreciated but very important part of your roof, your gutter system. Call the Kingdom Builders today, 612-900-9166 or find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. That's Kingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople. We're just great gutter installers.
4: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
1: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person, hasn't been thrilled with the results and myself included
4: change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening class in minneapolis october 3rd through the 5th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
2: welcome back to like it Matters radio radio like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your Radio Life Caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're talking about purposive striving. Purposive striving, you know, the volitional acts that we do throughout our lifetime, that is how we are remembered. And I'm going to suggest, and I have been suggesting, I'm uh, going to posit, if you will, that we all have a mortgage, And that mortgage is what we do with our time. Most people have mortgaged their life for a job. We exchange our time for money. Some people have mortgaged it through their family. Some people have mortgaged it through a ministry. Some people have mortgaged their life to misery. Have mortgages their life to victimhood because that's what they spend a majority of their waking hours doing. Focus on how much of a victim they are. If you want to see them, go to CNN, go to MSNBC. You'll, you can watch victims all day long and just want to destroy other people and keep their pound of flesh, keep their record of wrong, and use it to murder people, to gossip against people, to destroy people, to trash people. Or you can go on Twitter and tell everybody how you feel and attack everybody that doesn't think the same way you do. See, we all have volitional acts. All the time that some of you spend on Twitter, all the time that some of you spend on CNN or MSNBC, all the time you guys wake up and see how you can destroy Trump, all that time, you're mortgaging your life for. And maybe you don't believe in God, but someday we'll all find out if there's a God, but we will stand in account for our lives. And one thing I believe, the Bible's pretty clear on it. If you judge yourself, God won't need to judge you. If you judge yourself, but you need to judge yourself based on something called the truth. And that's why we got to realize today when we talk about our permissive, uh, our purpose, our purposive striving, our volatile. Oh, my gosh. They are volatile at times. Volitional acts. We got to realize, are we congruent? Or are we being hypocritic? Think about that. Are we hypocrite? Are we congruent in our thoughts, in our actions? But just as congruent and hypocrite are basically comparison words, good or bad are comparison words, right or wrong are comparison words, successful or not successful are comparative words. In other words, you're taking something and comparing it to something else. That's what gives it value. Otherwise, you couldn't have good or bad. Otherwise, you couldn't have right or wrong. Otherwise, you couldn't have successful or not successful. Otherwise, you couldn't have hypocritical or congruent. Because those are all comparison words. Remember the word volitional act. It's a legal term. I got this right from lexroll.com, Law Dictionary. It says torts, law, intentional torts. So a volitional act is to establish an intentional tort, the plaintiff must prove a wrongful, volitional act done by the defendant with the intent which causes injury to the plaintiff. The wrongful act by the defendant must be volitional. Generally, this requirement is easily met. It is merely a voluntary muscular movement, e.g. pulling the trigger on a BB gun. Regardless of the defendant's state of mind with respect to the consequences of the act. On the other hand, an act is not volitional if it is not dictated by the defendant's mind or is beyond the defendant's mental control. That's why you can declare insanity and get away with something. For instance, it's not a battery to strike someone in the course of an epileptic seizure or to knock over a fellow passenger on a bus because it suddenly lurches to a stop. Similarly, there is no volitional act and hence no trespass to land if people physically carry a defendant onto plaintiff's property. So that's a volitional act. And again, what a mortgage is, a mortgage is a debt instrument. It's secured by the collateral of specified property. And that property is your life when we're talking about your job. That the borrower is obliged to pay back with a predetermined set of payments. And what are your payments? Your daily investment of 12 to 16 hours of your time. Mortgages are used by individuals and businesses to make large purchases without paying the entire purchase price up front. That reminds me of the old saying, though: you can pay me now or you can pay me later. And so, you know, if we're out there spending all this time doing all this great stuff and yet we are miserable, remember the article from Charles Duhigg, it's called The Future of Work, America's Professional Elite, Wealthy, Successful, and Miserable. Here's a quote. I feel like I'm wasting my life, one of their um, interviewees said. When I die, is anyone going to care that I earned an extra percentage point of return? My work feels totally meaningless. Think about this. You mortgage your life for something totally meaningless. You talk about helpless and hopeless. Or you mortgage your life just to destroy Donald Trump. Or you mortgage your life just to create hatred and bitterness. Or you mortgage your life to dot, dot, dot. See, this gentleman recognized the incredible privilege of his pay and his status. A lot of money, a lot of status. A lot of rich people kill themselves every day. A lot of multimillionaires and billionaires. A lot of people with successful businesses with a beautiful trophy spouse with 2.5 kids and a white picket fence. Many people take their lives. Because if you spend 12 hours a day doing work you hate, at some point it doesn't matter what your paycheck says. There's no magic salary at which a bad job becomes good. He received an offer at a startup, and he would have loved to take it, but it paid half as much, and he felt locked into a lifestyle that made this pay cut impossible. Again, I love this quote. When I die, is anyone going to care that I earned an extra percentage point of return? My work feels totally meaningless. And you got to understand that there are things to keep our purpose going, to keep our purposive striving. We need to be emotionally involved with our life. We need to have a compass. We need to have some headings. And so I want to cover an article by Bridget Hyacinth. Great article. It's called 10 Important Career Lessons Most People Learn Too Late in Life. And there are three times to get information. When you need it, before you need it, or after you need it. And the worst time to get it is after you need it, of course. And that's what this article is about. 10 important career lessons most people learn too late in life. Remember, you know, career lessons. Career is really about your business life, right? Remember? But well, I thought you said we didn't have to have a job. You gotta understand what we're talking about business. Have you, has anybody ever told you mind your business? That means you're focusing on, today they call it a stay in your own lane. Right? I was reading that article, uh, the cast and crew of Empire. You know, they were talking about Jesse Smollett. And the guy who plays uh, Jesse's dad on the TV show was defending Jesse and, and all that. And uh, people were criticizing him. And he said, hey, stay in your own lane. Get out of my own lane. In other words, he said, mind your own business. And remember Jesus walked this planet, he was a little boy. His parents lost him in Jerusalem. And they couldn't find him. They started heading backwards. And they couldn't find him. And then they had to go back. And they, when they found him, he said, well, where were you scared us? you were worried? Well, what do you mean? I was worried. I was at my father's house. I was about doing my father's business. Now, Jesus wasn't in a business where he exchanged his time for money. But his father's business was his father's focus, what his father's time was spent doing. That's what we mean by business. So your career is basically your business life, Right. That's all it is. And so, 10 important career lessons most people learn too late in life. Can I suggest? 10 important lessons that most people learn too late in life. And I got this off of LinkedIn. It's by Bridget Hyacinth. And she says, uh, these are the list of 10. Number one, don't stay in a job you hate. So we talk about You mortgage your life. And you stay in a job. I mean, 60 million Americans are struggling with depression. So the article I shared with you by Charles Duhigg, The Future of Work, America's Professional Elite. Not just professional elite. These are the top of the top. They said wealthy, successful, and miserable. Says the upper echelon is hoarding money and privilege to a degree not seen in decades, but that doesn't make them happy at work. So number one, don't stay at a job you hate. Or if you have to stay there, then change your mind. Look at the good Do something in that job where you can make it enjoyable. You know, in our training, we have people examine their business life to improve their business life. And we ask them, uh, what's the continuum? What are the things about your job that you like the most? And then what are the things about your job uh, that you hate the most? And that one I ask, what do you hate the most, is a two-part question. And after I explain what I mean by that, the continuum, there's things that we love and things that we hate. These are the bottom ones. I ask them. To list those out. And then I tell them I would never ask what uh, things about your job that you hate the most unless I was going to ask the next question tied to it. And that is, how can you affect change? See, there are two ways to make change. Number one, you have unilateral authority. You can just make change. Number two, if you don't have unilateral authority, you affect change. Some of the greatest leaders in life were not in a position to make change on their own, but they affected change. And so either get a new job, something that fulfills your mission, something that's congruent with your time, your vision, and your values, or change your mind. What a concept. If you can't change your job, change your mind. And start doing it in a way that you enjoy it. Start seeing the benefits, the blessings. Start seeing how you can accomplish your ministry through how you get paid. So 10 important career lessons most people learn too late in life. And I'm going to fix it. It's 10 important lessons that most people learn too late in life. Number two, take care of yourself. Oh, my gosh. As Jim Rohn said, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. The Bible calls it a temporary dwelling and calls it our tent. Oh, my gosh. If zero is dead and 100 is healthy, fully healthy, we don't start seeing uh, symptoms till 60, you got to take care of that body. That body is your temple. It's like your vehicle. You know, I used to drive around an orange beetle. And when I drove down the street, people didn't say, hey, there's black the beetle. I wasn't the, the car. I was the guy driving the car. And when I look at you, if i got to see you, i got to look in your eyes because your eyes are the window of the soul. That body is just a vehicle. And those that have seen my body, i got a Pinto this time. But I'm hoping for a Cadillac or a Lexus or a BMW. Next time, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about purposive striving, and we're focused on 10 important lessons that most people learn too late in life. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do
8: in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received.
2: You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed?
8: And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
5: According to a recent Farna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half-off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406, or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
8: What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening.
4: And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle.
8: It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about purposive strifing. In other words, the volitional acts. You know, everybody has the same amount of time in this world. The amount of time that you have uh, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, maybe not the length of time on this planet, is identical to every single person. You know, Mother Teresa had 24 hours in a day. Jesus Christ had seven days in a week. All the great leaders live by the si- same calendar we do. Now, we have different times. The length of our dash is different. And so what we want to do is focus the time that we have, the gift that is, right? Right? Yesterday was history, tomorrow's a mystery, today is the present, so we must treat it like the gift that it is, right? Life is a gift, time is a gift. And so we all mortgage our time, our lives. It's called a job, it's called a series of volitional acts that throughout our lifetime become how we're remembered, become the makeup, if you will, of our eulogy. And so today we're talking about that lessons, and this article I'm coming from by uh, Bridget Hyacinth, talks about 10 important career lessons most people learn too late in life. But I'm going to suggest that these are just life lessons. Yeah, they apply to career, but they apply to everything, just how you spend your time. So, we, the 10 important lessons most people learn too late in life. The first one, don't stay in a job you hate. Number two, take care of yourself. And if you want to listen to the explanation of those, re-listen the show. That's what I said. Spend an hour of power with me. You know, your brain is the only organ you have that gets better with use. And if you don't use it, it gets weaker. It gets wavy. It gets lost, if you will. So use it or you'll lose it. And grow it. It's unlimited plasticity. So keep stretching, keep growing. Be under construction with me for an hour a day. Monday through Friday, you can tune in this radio show. If you're in St. Louis, Missouri, you're blessed because we're in terrestrial market. We're actually local. You can go to your AM, FM dial and you can get us. Every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. in St. Louis, we are heard on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Terrestrially, we're also in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, the Twin Cities. So if you go to your AM dial, you can turn to 1570 AM 1570 every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Twin Cities Wellness Radio Network. You know, it's the only station I know that is totally dedicated to you, the listener. 100% you. 24-7 about wellness. Financial wellness, spiritual wellness, mental wellness, physical wellness, dietary wellness, pharmacological wellness. All about you. And so because of our affiliation with Twin Cities Wellness Radio, and by the way, you can live stream with them, Uh, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. We're also on iHeartRadio. So if you go to the app, and all by the way, all the other podcast forms as well, wherever they are, we're on all those. But go to iHeart, and you can search for Wellness Radio 1570, uh, and there you'll find us twice a day, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time time. And please, uh, you can also go to uh, iTunes. iTunes uh, has us on there now, so you can actually subscribe to Like It Matters Radio on iTunes. And if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. You know, we put pictures about today's show, what we're going to talk about, and kind of give you an update with what's going on. And I will be in Dallas, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, starting tomorrow doing a a class uh, team. I think it's 197. uh, 18 people from all walks of life, from all income levels, from all over the country. Uh, And when we're done on Saturday at 5 o'clock, there will be 20 changed lives. I'm going to tell you that because... Ms. Black and myself get changed every time we do it as well, so on Saturday at three thirty is a public graduation if you want inspired if you want to truly have your life changed uh then come to graduation three thirty you'll you'll be out there before five o'clock uh you will be blessed by being there. Just email if you want more information uh, to Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com, or you can go to our website LikeItMatters.net, LikeItMatters.net, and there'll be instructions on the address on where to go at Saturday at 3:30 in the Metroplex if you want to be at graduation. So let's pick up on this list of 10 important lessons most people learn too late in life. Number three: Take time to listening. To listen, listening is a great time and money saver. It can solve a host of problems. See, here's why we need to listen, because it shows respect to people. Remember the good book says in the, you know that uh, women are, are called to respect their husbands, but men are called to love their wives, and like Christ loved the church, and women always tell you, I'll, I'll tell you why if you want to know why the Bible tells us to love you and you to respect us, because to a man respect is love. And one of the biggest ways we disrespect people is we don't listen to them. My wife sometimes, I wish she did It feels uh, discounted by me. Because she thinks I don't listen to her. And even if I am, if she believes I'm not, that's the message that her brain gets. And so she feels disrespected. She feels unappreciated. She feels discounted. So we need to take time to listen. And in order to do that, you got to shut off the voice in your head yourself. Because it's really hard to listen to more than one person at a time. And there's always somebody talking to us. And who's that? Right. It's ourselves. <laughs> That's right. It's ourselves. So we need to make sure we take time to listen. By the way, listening <clears throat> brings in outside data. It does. It brings in a different perspective. And leaders, I'm going to tell you right now if you want to change your perspective, you change your position. And as a salesperson, how do you know if someone's ready to buy unless you're listening? Right? So, number three on the list of 10 important lessons most people learn too late in life take time to listen. Tells people that they matter. Number four, rejection and failure will strengthen you. Isn't that amazing? And yet, so many people are afraid of failure. And there's something called failing forward. You know, we've been given uh, adversity, we've been given uh, the ability to overcome. I remember when, uh, in the, I think it's the book of Joshua, when Joshua and Caleb were into the promised land with the, uh, the children of Israel, uh, and they went in to spy on the land that they were supposed to take. They sent in the 12 spies, and 10 of the spies came out with negative reports, and only Joshua and Caleb trusted God and came out with the positive reports. And I remember when they were talking about the giants in the land, they were scared to death. And I think it was, uh, Joshua said, They're food to us. They're food to us. <clears throat> you know what food does? It builds muscle. I got to work on my four-year-old to eat food because he just wants to eat junk. I said, you need protein. It makes you big and strong. You got to eat. Your muscles need growth. The ability to overcome. The ability to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. Doesn't come from a book. It doesn't come from a go- great orator or a good radio show host. It comes from experience. It comes in the fire. See, rejection and failure will strengthen you. You got to get that. It builds muscle. Matter of fact, in the Christian world, we call it sanctification. God even tells us do not be surprised by your tribulation you're going through, do not be surprised by the trials you're going through, do not be surprised by the struggles. I've been there. I get it. Other people struggle just like you have. But when you trust in God, he will allow you to overcome. And the book of wisdom says, I think it's Proverbs 24, 16, says a wise man, a righteous man will stumble seven times but get back up. But the wicked will stumble into ruin. Perseverance, long suffering, stick-to-itiveness, patience, Commitment. Don't you hear it? Things lacking today's world. We want an easy fix. We want to make it easy. So, number four rejection and failure will strengthen you. Failure is not the end. Few things in life are certain, but failure is. Although it leaves a sour taste, failures are the pillars for success. You gain experiences you could not get any other way. So, embrace it. If it knocks you down, <clears throat> pick yourself up. Dust yourself off and hit it again and again and again and again and again. You know what we call that? <clears throat> courage. And you know what needs to be present to have courage? Fear. Fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of embarrassment. Got my point? So fell forward, people. Number five, don't let money or your job title define you. God is not a respecter of persons. Boy, I keep having to remind myself, to God, God doesn't put Bill Gates above me. God doesn't put Mother Teresa above me. They're co-equals with me. And you should feel the same way. You're a living, breathing human being. You're not just a housewife. You're not just a construction worker. You're not just a manager at a parts store. You're not just a a co-laborer. You got my point? You are a living, breathing person. You have dreams and hope, passions and desires. You've been gifted with fingerprints, with DNA, with qualities, with characteristics, with skills, with gifts, with talents, with trauma, with drama that nobody else has. And she got don't be defined. It was Mark Jackson. I had him on the radio show a couple weeks ago. He said, my net worth does not equal my self-worth. And so many people want to go ahead and, and do that. They want to put their value as how much the money they make or they think they're better than someone else because they got more Twitter followers or they think they're better than somebody else. Humble yourself. The last will be first and the first will be last. Any great leader should have some knee pads to humble themselves, to quit elevating themselves above the other people, to bring themselves down. That's why I love the, the position of prayer on my knees face down because it's humbling. It reminds me that I'm not God. You can't let money define you. You can't let your job define you. You're defined by the impact you make. You're defined by the difference you make. You're defined by the relationships. When you're at your deathbed, how many people's lives are a little bit better because you have lived, right? To leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a redeemed social condition, a garden patch, or dozens of changed lives. What are you mortgaging your life for? Because at the end of your life, That's how you'll be remembered. I am Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes talking about the 10 lessons that most people learn too late in life.
9: Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal donors and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world if you are willing please email us at mr at like it in the subject line put posse again that's mr black at like it com in the subject line put posse join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow email us at mr black at like it com in the subject line put posse
8: learn the signs at autism speaks.org/signs brought to you by autism speaks and the ad council
2: welcome back to like it matters radio radio like it matters inspiration education and application today we are talking about purposive striving and i'm focused on now 10 important lessons that most people learn too late in life in other words People spend their money on things that aren't really valuable, aren't really resourceful until they get to a later point in their life where they realize, oh my gosh, I've wasted my time. That's why they've learned these lessons too late. It's the one commodity we can never replace. That is our time. And so purposive, uh, purposive striving is about volitional acts. Volition or will is the cognitive process by which an individual decides on and commits to a particular course of action. It is defined as purposive striving and is one of the primary human psychological functions. Volitional processes can be applied consciously or they can be automatized as habits over time. This is what we're talking about. These are 10 habits that get locked in that people realize at the end of life, oh my gosh, I should have learned this a long time ago. That's what we're talking about. And so if you missed any of this show, you need to re-listen to it. So let's pick up where we left off. Number six, surround yourself with people who will motivate you and push you to grow. You will never rise above the quality of the people you hang out with. You should always aspire to hang out with people of better quality, of of integrity, better quality, better gifts, better skills, higher tax bracket because we gravitate towards each other. We become like those we spend our time around. And unfortunately, it's the lowest common denominator. Usually people don't pull other people up. People pull others down. But you can put yourself in a position where you allow yourself to be pulled up. It's a conscious volitional act. Don't you get the difference? Huge difference. Number seven, spend more time away from the office to spend more time with your family. And I put this close to number six. Surround yourself with people who will motivate you and push you to grow because that should be our family. Our family should be under construction. Our family should love us, accept us no matter what. And there might be some trauma. There might be some hurt. There might be some pain from the past, but it doesn't need to stay there. We can fix it. All you got to do is go to likeitmatters.net. Go to likeitmatters.net. I can help you fix that. So we need to spend more time away from the office. You've heard it all the time said. You know, i never heard anybody lying on their deathbed say, I wish I would have spent more time at the office. Now, please hear this. We make an agreement. It's unconscious. It's presupposed that we agree to be the best possible employee to our company, and they agree to give us a paycheck. And if you don't think getting a paycheck is a big, big deal, wait till you don't get one. And so when you're at the office, you be the best darn employee you can be. That's what Colossians 3.23 says, that whatever you do, do it as heartily as unto the Lord and not to man. You are an example. When people look at you and the work they do, if you're a believer in God, they should God should be glorified. If you're not a believer in God, but your family name has pride, your family name is glorified or you are glorified. So when you're at office be the best darn employee there is or best leader there is. And when you go home, your family deserves the same thing. I hate to tell most of you this, not all of you, but most of you out there I got to tell you this right now. If you die tonight, your company's still going to be around tomorrow. It'll still go on without you. Still going. A lot of you work for corporate corporations. Some of them were going long before you were ever even conceived. You got my point? So, make sure that work is a never ending is not a never ending process, and that your life is only about work, about office, about clients. sometimes in our efforts to provide for our families, we miss a key point precious time with those families. A lot of our family members spell love t i m e because remember it's the one commodity that can never be replaced. It elevates people to importance you're saying that these people are is more important than your job. these people are more important than your boss. Again, with a little caveat, make sure you're the best possible employee. Be where you're supposed to be. Do more than you say you're going to do. Always be on time when you're supposed to be there. Be there early and be prepared. With all that said, spend more time away from the office and more time with family. Number eight, you got to remember this. What consumes your mind controls your life. What's on your mind, right? Remember we're told to mind your own business. Don't you get it? we got to control our mind. Why? Because worrying doesn't solve anything. We live in a world of worry. As I'm learning Spanish, you know what the Spanish word for worry is? Why is it so quiet out there? I can't hear any of you answering that. Oh, that's right. It's radio. <laughs> Procupado. preocupado. Don't you hear it? See, you cannot have two opposing things share the same space and time. In other words, it cannot be day and night at the same moment. And it can happen, you know, five, ten minutes apart. You can't be a victim and grateful at the same time. You got my point? Again, I can do them 5, 10 minutes apart, but not at the same time because they're polar opposites. They can't share the same space in time. And so when you're preoccupado, don't you hear the word? It's preoccupied. Worry is preoccupado. You cannot be in the now moment and be preoccupied. They're two different spaces. Just think about it. And the more you focus on something, the more it magnifies. It creates more anxiety. I mean, people get themselves in panic attacks. I was talking to my wife the other day about being overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is a mental state. You got to get this. It's not a situational state. It's not a, a state of your business. It is a mental state. Overwhelmed. You're the one doing it. I don't care what your boss is doing. I don't care what the circumstances is going on. If you're overwhelmed, you've got to get in the driver's seat. You're doing it to yourself. You're allowing it to happen. Through volitional or non-volitional acts, you're allowing that to happen. It is your self-talk. It is what's going on in your conscious brain. That's what's making you overwhelmed. And so stop it. Worrying is like paying interest on debt you might not owe. Right? Mark Twain said, I've had a lot of worries in my life, most of which never happened. At least focus on those things that are real. Don't focus on the monster under your bed, there's not one. Don't focus on the boogeyman, because there's not one. Quit worrying about those things, right? You tell your kids that it doesn't exist, it's not real. Worry doesn't exist. You're making it up. Trust me. And then the Bible says in Matthew seven, don't worry. Tomorrow we'll have enough problems of zone. Just focus on today. Number nine, never stop learning. Never stop growing. You know, I had a a retired guy come to my training. He's a man of God, and he served 30-some years in a a great business environment. And basically, when he came to my training, God put a word in my ear. Tell him, I'm not done with him yet. He's not finished. I still got work for him to do. That's what I mean. Never stop growing. We're under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday. A little bit better tomorrow than today. The only place that we can live is in this place called the now. Remember Dr. Viktor Frankl said between the stimulus and the response, by the way, between the stimulus and the response is a place called now. That's what the place is called now. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. So you need to occupy the space and keep growing. Your mind, your brain has unlimited plasticity. It can keep growing by continuously learning, you will be able to keep on top of things, make better decisions, and remain relevant in this digital era. It also keeps diversifying your skill set. It helps you grow. Man, it's just, and, and your brain keeps moving. Neural pathways open up. Man, it's exciting. That's why you got to listen to this radio show once a day. Lock it up. If you miss it, go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this message and archive messages at your own leisure at any time of the day or night. So go to likeitmattersradio.com. And number 10. Number 10 on this 10 important lessons most people learn too late in life. You ready for it? Drum roll, please. Happiness in the present moment. That's number 10 on this list. 10 important career lessons most people learn too late in life by Bridget Hyacinth. And I said I'm going to change it to 10 lessons most people learn too late in life. Happiness is in the present moment many people say I'll be happy when you know when this happens when that happens that's a conditional statement it's never gonna happen happiness seems to be somewhere in the distant future where you'll find that pot of gold the end of the rainbow none of us know how long we have on this earth so you can choose to be happy now it's a choice the truth is the truth is the rat race is never ending it sucks you in it has its grip fixed think about this we're keeping up the Joneses you know what keeping up the Joneses is We're spending a lot of time making money and spending money we don't have to buy stuff that we don't need to keep up with the people that we don't like, or at least they're not equally yoked with us. And so we got to learn to have some joy and some happiness. It's tough. This is a dark world. I know sometimes I struggle with that. You know, every morning we have our graduates list out five things they're excited about, five things they're grateful for. And I got to tell you, the Grateful Channel is a great channel to be on. But I have a tough time getting my remote control to be to go to the Excited Channel. I'm excited to be on this radio. I'm excited that you tune in for an hour a day. I'm excited that you trust me with one of the greatest assets you have, and that is your heart and your mind. I'm excited uh, that I have the opportunity to share my knowledge, my wisdom, my experience with listeners all over the world. And more importantly, I get to help change their lives at likeitmatters.net. Thank you for listening. I pray that it's a blessing. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
1: Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, (coughs) cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses used to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers.